Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. 2022 is shaping to be the toughest year of the pandemic yet for universities across Aotearoa who are seeing fewer and fewer student enrolments. AUT, Waikato, Massey and Victoria universities reported that domestic and foreign student enrolments had fallen compared to the same time last year. Otago has not yet publicly released enrolment statistics. These will likely come after the University Council meets in May. The decrease in enrolments poses a concern to the Tertiary Education Union as staff cutbacks are likely to occur as a result of the declining enrolments. Earlier, I was fortunate enough to chat with the president of the Otago branch of the Tertiary Education Union, Craig Marshall. Here's our conversation. Kia ora, Craig. Thank you uh, for joining me. Um, would you mind briefly explaining to me what the Tertiary Education Union is all about? Okay, so the, the TEU has been, it's been in existence for oh, a number of decades now, and it's now represents pretty much all of the staff, or can represent all of the staff at, it, at most of the tertiary institutions, so um, polytechnics, wānanga, and universities. Um, of course, I can talk about the University of Otago, um, where we represent both professional, um, academic, and general staff. Craig, we don't have the numbers for Otago yet, but every other university across the Motu has seen a decrease in enrolments for 2022, uh, which means that even if it doesn't hit Otago this year, it is likely to happen soon. Now, the, infor- the unfortunate thing about all that lost revenue is the staff that these institutions are forced to make redundant. To that end, do you think that the university could be run on a more sustainable business model? Um, one that is less susceptible to the fluctuations in, in student enrolments? I'm not sure it's really a business model. Um, the universities um, and the tertiary education as a whole is, is essentially constrained in its funding by government decisions. So they control things like how much student fees can be, well, no, what's, what student fees are set, um, what contribution comes from the, the government f- to run tertiary education. So there's not a lot of space left for universities to change their income except by increasing the number of students. So if you're going to change the business model, it's really going to be changed to talking to government and saying you need to look at the relativities between what it costs to educate a student in New Zealand compared with what it costs to educate them in, say, for Australia or places overseas. So this, when there's a squeeze and there is there's been a continual squeeze in that the increase in funding to the universities hasn't met the increase in inflation over the last five or 10 years. Um, Costs have gone up more in that sector than elsewhere because it's quite dependent on overseas um, matters. Um, So the universities are left in the position of saying we need more students. That's the only way that you can fund um, any kind of continued growth. So, the obligation falls then on the government to to try and help and essentially protect these workers who are on the fringe of redundancy? Well, when you look at the way that funding is set, it's hard to see where else it could go. Um, as I said, pretty much all of the, uh, of, of the capacity to earn from the universities is constrained by government decisions. So it's not that they can go and find money elsewhere in any particularly useful way. So, yes, I think it's correct. I think it is really a government matter. Are there... Uh Many other kind of campaigns that the TEU is involved with in regards to uh, 
the pandemic and how it's affected university staff? Well, I think the TU has done a very good job um, in trying to make people aware of what their needs and obligations are, both in terms of their own personal uh, interactions with work, but also trying to make sure that the institutions are meeting their obligations. That has been a, that's been a bit varied, but I can say that Otago has done a particularly good job of of managing what is a really difficult situation. And I think they've done pretty well in terms of, of making it as, um, I, I wouldn't say pain-free, but as little pain as possible. Well, I'm sure that's reassuring for all the students and staff well, of Otago. Yeah. Well, as far as it goes, yes. Craig, is there anything else you'd like to add along the topic of COVID and, and the well-being of students and staff in these tumultuous times? Yeah, well, I, th- I, th- I mean, I think it's been really difficult. It is going to continue to be very difficult. It's difficult for the staff. It's difficult for those people who are running the universities. And of course, it's very difficult for students. And the big problem, I think, is is the uncertainty and what, what you know what's to come. Um, is that we do not know. Um, for example, one of the solutions, one well, at least an interim solution to the problem of student numbers is international students. That's not a long-term solution, and we've already seen how vulnerable you are made when you when you make yourself dependent on international students and they suddenly don't come. Hmm. So that's one possibility, and if international students are able to come to New Zealand this year, we might see some temporary easing. Um, I mean, I, th- I guess that's a short-term goal. The long-term goal, though, is you need to think more carefully about how you're funding the system at all. Mm. Mm. Wise words. Thank you so much, Craig. <laughs> well, Thanks thank for you. joining thank me, you for mate. Right out. See ya. That was uh, the president of the Otago branch of the Tertiary Education Union, Craig Marshall. Uh, he was speaking on some of the impacts that this year's decrease in university enrolments might have. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.